How are we doing, guys? Good. Yeah. As a uh, play caller, when your offensive line is playing well, how much confidence does that give you and how much does that open up what you can do? Well, it certainly makes a difference. That's where it starts. The game is won and lost on the line of scrimmage every week in the NFL. So a lot of our guys did a good job in that environment the other day against New Orleans, against a good front and a hard place to play. Crowd noise is typically a factor there, and I thought they handled all that really well. Uh, the protection throughout the game was really good. The result was significantly different in that you did you threw the ball downfield a lot more than you did in the previous games. How much of that was that you guys made changes and that schematically you did stuff different, or was it something else? Yeah, you know, I, I don't think anything we ran in the game was anything different. To be honest with you, you know, sometimes you call those plays and the ball is to go somewhere else for a variety of reasons. We had some opportunity to start with the protection to hold the ball a little bit and drive the ball down the field a little bit more. Uh, than the past. Again, a tribute to those guys going against a good front in, in, in a tough environment. So, um, you know, I thought Daniel did a good job seeing things. Well, the guys did a good job on the back end, you know, just winning on routes and, and we're able to make some, some plays down the field. Jason, so much of offensive line play uh, told over the years is about chemistry and consistency, but your line obviously hasn't had that because of the injuries. How have they managed to put it together and get better with the guys? Yeah, again, a real tribute to those guys individually, you know, how hard they work every day. They're real pros up front. We've had some guys who've been with us for a little bit, and then we've had some guys who are new. And, uh, you know, there, there have been some moving parts up there, but their approach is outstanding. They come to work. Uh, their preparation mentally and physically is, is, is really, really good. And they work hard to develop that chemistry in a short period of time. They did a nice job in the game. This, this is your uh, first year coaching with Rob Sale. What, 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 is, uh, what does he do that you like as an offensive line? Rob's a good coach. He really is. He's done a good job you know, with our guys. Uh, you know, we put the system in place last year, and I think the guys that have been around are understanding more and more you know, what we want to do. But he certainly added a lot. He's helped those guys uh, you know, individually and collectively across the board. So what was more encouraging for you to see Saquon cutting and running in the open field like he did on that touchdown or like powering through? like he did for that touchdown. Well, he's a great player, like, like we've talked. And, uh, you know, I have so much admiration for him coming back from the injury uh, that he had. He worked really, really hard to get himself back. And I think we all see that he continues to improve day by day and week by week. And, you know, we saw uh, some of the plays that he's made throughout his career in, in the early part of the season. But in that game the other day, you saw exactly what you said. You saw him make some great space plays but also some tough runs inside. How much will the speed of John Ross or Kadarius Toney help Saquon? Maybe defenses can't stack the boxes as much because they have to worry about you going deep with some. Yeah, you know, I, the essence of offensive football is attacking different ways. You know, we've talked about this a lot. It starts with run and pass, and if you can throw it to different guys and hand it to different guys and, uh, and just simply attack them, whether it's tempo or personnel or formation use or movements, you know, whatever those things are. So when you add those guys, you know, Kadarius and John, and, and they prove they can be effective and make big plays down the field, that certainly gets the defense's attention, and that opens up opportunities for other people. Jason, for the most part, Daniel has played pretty well this year. So where in particular have you seen the most progress from him since last year? Yeah, I just think he's made progress, you know, over the last year and a half that we've been with him. And, uh, you know, it starts with playing winning football. You have to take care of the ball. And, and I think he's done that, you know, starting from about mid-season last year. He's done a great job taking care of the ball. He's made really good decisions. He's played decisively. I think he's getting a better understanding for what we're asking him to do, what defenses are trying to do to us. And uh, he's seeing the field, and he's making a lot of good decisions. And, and when things aren't there, 
Uh, he's made good decisions to get rid of the ball. Uh, two or three times in the game the other day, you know, maybe a rusher came free or something didn't come up exactly like we wanted to. He used his feet, he threw the ball away. We went to the next down. So I think that's a big sign of maturity. And then he's been able to make more and more plays. You know, As the environment gets better around him, as we protect better and we get some guys outside you know, who can make some plays for him, uh, you know, he's going to continue to play better. I mean, that's been my experience with quarterback play. You know, you, you make the environment better, all of a sudden the guy starts to play better and better. And uh, he's gaining more experience. He learns from his experience. His approach is outstanding. He's always so prepared mentally, physically, and emotionally to play. And, uh, you know, he did a really good job in the game last week. But he, he, he understands you put that one behind you. You learn from it, you build on the good, you clean up the bad, and you get ready for the next one. We'll have a hell of a challenge this week in Dallas. How tough is it to, to build out the quarterback when the environment around him isn't perfect or isn't great, and you have to still make that progress when you maybe don't Yeah, you just keep banging away, and uh, there's never a perfect environment. You know, I think he's handled uh, you know, a really positive environment well. I think he's handled maybe an adverse environment well, and, and that's, that's a big part. It goes to who he is and how he was raised and, and just simply what he's all about. And uh, he's a really mentally tough guy, and uh, you know he'll continue to grow as a player. Jason, when you've when you've coached quarterbacks in the past, I mean you've had success with individual quarterbacks. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and rattle off the names. You know them. Is there a moment when you've been with a quarterback where you could kind of see that light go on? And have you had that moment yet? With, with yeah, you know the best ones I've been around, uh, best quarterbacks, best players, best people. It's always an ongoing process. There's never this feeling like I got it. You know, every day you're trying to get better. You're striving to get better. And, uh, you know, the best ones learn from their experiences. You have success. Why did I have success? You try to build on that. Okay, this didn't go well. Okay, let's address it. Let's figure it out. You learn from that and you move forward. And, you know, when you play that position, you have the ball in your hands on every play. And there's a ton of decisions you have to make. There's a lot of variables. So uh, you never just simply have it down pat. You're always learning. I think the NFL is a great example of guys you know, obviously Brady, arguably the best player that ever walked. He's in his 40s playing. If you think about guys like Breeze and Rivers and all these guys, Aaron Rodgers, late in their late 30s into their 40s, continuing to grow and get better. And that's the nature of that position. If you approach it the right way, hopefully you'll get better and better. And uh, you know, the best ones I've been around have been able to do that. Jason, when we see when we talk about Saquon, we always think of the runner. How much of a matchup problem is he when you put him outside as a pass receiver? He's just a really good player. Uh, he's a, he's a really good player as a runner. Uh, again, his ability to run the ball inside, like we saw the other day, to make space plays in the running game, and like you said, uh, you know, be a receiver out of the backfield, but also line up outside and make little plays, and also make big plays. He's capable of doing that. What, what do you recall last year when Dak went down? Your emotions at that moment? Oh, it, it was it was a uh, a really tough moment for me and, re and really for anybody who, who's who's been around him. Um, Dak's a special guy. Uh, I have a great relationship with him, a great friendship with him, and he's someone who's made my life significantly better. And uh, when you see a guy like that who you're competing against go down, and you know it's a serious injury, you know the human side of everybody comes out. And uh, you know, no one wants to see injuries in this game. Uh, nobody wants to see injuries to people they love and care about. And uh, so that was not an easy moment for me or for anybody who was close to him. Um, but he doesn't surprise me one bit in how he responded to it. Um, you know, immediately in the aftermath, what he needed to do to get on the road back uh, to recovering, and then what he's done since to come back and play as well as he has. So he's a special guy. He's made my life way better.
you go back to play Dallas, it sort of serves as a reminder. You were a head coach in this league for a, you know a long time. Do you still have aspirations to be a head coach? And so, what do you think you? Yeah, I, I, I'm just pretty focused on, on what we're doing here. I'm focused on our Thursday practice here with the New York Football Giants. Jason, what looks like two more? What personally, what was it? What was the adjustment like for you going from being a head coach of a billion dollar organization to offensive coordinator, running an offense, calling the plays again, and work and developing? Quarterback? Yeah, I'm not really fo focused so much on that. I mean, it was a great opportunity to come here with the Giants and, and, and work in this organization. You know, with the coaches that we have here and also with the players. So excited about this opportunity and what we're trying to do with this team. You know, we're trying to rebuild this team and we're trying to get better every day. So that's really where my attention is. I was just curious, like, how different your day-to-day -day is. Like, you don't have to put out every fire in the building and, like, all, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, there's certainly differences from being a head coach and offensive coordinator. Yeah, dating back to last year, you guys have run that play with the end around to Evan Ingram a few times. What is it you like about that play in particular and him as, like, the guy that's, that's running it? Well, Evan's a playmaking type guy. If you remember, we played Dallas last year, and, and, and we gave him an opportunity. And you know, a guy came free. He made the guy miss and ran into the end zone. So he's one of those guys you try to get the ball in his hands because he's able to make some of those plays. And sometimes you block it well, and it comes up perfectly. And sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but typically, you get a pretty good result. So you want to give those guys opportunities.